radio show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say. You made me wait too long, guys. I lost my passion. I'm so ah. sorry, Alberto. Oh, absolutely shocking that you don't know your Italian history, considering how much Italian food you have in this country. That's true. Yeah. But of course, what you call bolognese comes from Italy. It's just that nobody calls it bolognese there, because it is indeed called fettuccine al ragù. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to your Monday night. Some of the country on a public holiday. Slackers. Uh, not Tom. us. Not us. We're back... From a big weekend, oh, yeah. uh, I was going to say, Tom, d- sorry, Tom and Ollie? No, no, no. Yeah. Tom and Freddie Mercury. What? <laughs> well, oh, is this because of the weekend at the music oh, festival? Oh, don't, don't pretend you forgot. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, what are you talking about? You know the transformation <laughs> oh, you up, saw. Mate. Call me Rami Malek. Go on to Tom and Ollie. Hang on, on, do you want on Rami fi- Malek or do you want Freddie Mercury? Uh, either one. one? <laughs> I mean, sure, the original Freddie. That's who I am, Tom. But uh, yeah, it's on Facebook. <laughs> Dressed up uh, and looked pretty good as Freddie, might I say. You have to agree? <laughs> yeah, sure. It was great. It's all online. Look, you, you really made the music festival forever. <laughs> Everyone was very fooled. Oh, my God. Freddie Mercury has made a second coming. Thousands of people. So impressed. Uh, tonight on the show, a huge one. Oh. Nick Cody coming in, and uh, and that's not all. So that's all I'll say. Oh, Hamish Blake as well. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, that's, I said that's not all. That's <laughs> so all I'll sorry. say. And then you just... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Hey, Ollie, up next... For the show to continue, I need on one triple three five three either parents or auntie and uncles. One triple three five three. If you're okay. a parent, an auntie, or an uncle, I need you on the phone for this show to continue. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. In about ten minutes' time, Tom, it's uh, the people's favourite uh, guessing game. Oh. It is Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. Uh, get excited. Uh, Ollie, sometimes I just speak the truth and people listen. People yep. back me up. Yep. People have a good time. <laughs> yes. Yes, Tom. I mean, no one can doubt when it comes to Tom Bainbridge, Truth Bomber, that you are enthusiastic. Tom Bainbridge, Truth Bomber. Previous bombs that I've dumped on the nation are Greek yogurt is the best yogurt of all time because it's so versatile. You stand by that? Absolutely. I also stand by stand-up paddleboarding is the best sport ever, which of course... I think that was your dumbest one, yeah? Ah, the best that. sport. You don't see people lining up to watch stand-up paddleboarding. And who can forget the time when the to... truth bomb was dumped that said that convertibles were a stupid car because they were dirty because of all the road yeah. soot. Well, anyway, that... brand new truth yeah. today, Ollie. I have asked for parents or aunties and uncles to give me a call on one triple three five three, they are standing by to validate the truth because it's obviously tr- true. It's obviously real because it's true. Yeah, okay. So okay. Th- you don't need them, but they are here to I validate. Don't, I don't need them. No, I don't need anyone. <laughs> well, here's here's today's truth bomb. Look, some people might be up in arms about it, but they're stupid because they don't know the truth. Okay, all right. All right. Here's you tell the us? truth. Yep. Here's the truth. All right, get ready. Children under one years old are stupid. Children under one are stupid. Oh, God. I know. This is the dumbest one yet. Oh, shh. I don't even know what. Think about a child under one. Of course, they're dumb. Boring. 
Get a personality, kid. Oh, okay. That's just get like... some type of facial feature that is not generic. That's not generic, baby. Stop waking <laughs> mum and dad up in the middle of the Leah, night. Leah, why don't we hear from Leah, who has three kids? Um, you heard uh, the t- truth bomb there, Leah. Yes, I have. And what do you think about that? I kind of agree with you. Boom, truth bump. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of agree with you isn't boom, no, truth no. bump. Leah? It, it's someone going, uh, it, okay. It's a truth, isn't it? They're, they're under one years old. What's the point? They're pretty simple. Yeah. What's the point? Truth bump. <laughs> the point is that they get older and they grow into something special. Uh, Matt on 13353. The truth bump. Children under one years old are stupid. Well, of course it's true. Boom, truth bump. Absolutely true. What, like, what did they do? Like, what did they do? It's not a truth bomb, though. How, how many of them do you see doing pub trivia? Do you know what I mean? Exactly <laughs> right, <laughs> Matt. Exactly right. Yeah. We, how were your kids when they were under one? You've got two kids, uh, a nine-year-old and a yep. 12-year-old. How were they when they were one years old? Yeah, n- not, not doing anything of any value. Really. Boring. I mean, they, 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 they looked good, but what did they achieve? <laughs> they didn't even look good. <laughs> truth bomb. Avalyn, you've heard the truth bomb. What are your thoughts? I reckon it's 100%. Brilliant. So, sorry. You're calling this stupid, Ollie, but parents are agreeing, agreeing with me. Well, the people that the kids came from. You, it's like saying, you know, the road is made of concrete. Yeah, of course they're dumb. They're under one year old. Uh, Avalyn, how are your kids when they were under one? You know what? They didn't really do much. Like, they just no. kind of sit there. Yeah. They're cute, but yeah. like... What do they do, really? So, Avalyn, you agree, but is it a truth bomb, what Tom said? Isn't there, like, some science behind it as well, I think? I'm yeah. not very science <laughs> Yeah, because it's a truth. It's a truth bomb. Holly, you've got one boy. Are children under yes. one years old stupid? Uh, yes. Truth bomb. Changing lives, Tom. You are changing lives. <laughs> With Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, I don't know about you, but the only way I get through a Monday is by playing this game here. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. Yes, it's a great bit of fun, Tom. Is uh, it? it? It really is, because people tune in every uh, Monday hanging out yeah. to be able to hear me say a clue that's a cryptic clue that contains two Triple M bands. They uh, hang out to hear it because yeah. they want to get their brain into gear. They want to think of yeah. the band's that I'm talking about. I wish this was on a Wednesday. Why? Well, because I hate starting the week with such a low. <laughs> Very cynical, Tom. Uh. Very cynical. Now, here's the clue. Uh, and uh, before I say the clue, here's how you get involved. If you know the band I'm talking about, yeah. head to Facebook, give us a message at Tom and Ollie. With your phone number, put your phone number in it. Don't put it on our wall, put it in a message. Yep, uh, message us with these two bands. Here's the clue. A killer creature and some healthy fruit. I'll say it again. Uh, for those playing along at home, a killer creature yeah. and some healthy fruit. There's not a band called Shark, is there? I don't think there was a band called Shark. Uh, not that we play, Tom. Is what there is a it? band called Bananas? Oh, good try, Tom. Yeah. So you, you, you're trying, and that's the first step. Uh, no, bands that we play, uh, and I'll have a look at them now, they're both older bands. So there's a clue for you. Okay. Give us a message at Tom and Ollie uh, with your name, your guesses, and uh, we'll get back to you. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Ollie, the only show you can smell through your radio. I don't use soap. Triple M. If you just joined us, you're very lucky because we're uh, playing this game here, Tom. 
Holly's crazy, carefully worded, cryptic music challenge. That's right. I am the intellect of the show. Tom, just you just press buttons and you just proved it then. <laughs> uh, this is a game where uh, I give a cryptic clue. I've tried to mask two bands that we play on the station yeah. in a clue. Yeah. And um, people get involved on Facebook at Tom and Ollie. It's like we, a crossword, but shitter. Now, here's the clue. A killer creature... And some healthy fruit. Shout out to Gary who messaged in. He said spider bait, referring to a killer creature. He did get the second one right, though. He didn't get both right. Let's hear on 13353 from Emma, who gave us a message. Evening, Emma. Hi, guys. How are you? You a big fan of the segment, Emma? <laughs> Huge fan. Oh, Huge fan. Good, up, good. Everyone is. <laughs> and so, uh, Emma, tell us, what do you think the first half of the clue is? A killer creature. I think it's dragon. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Very Game of Thrones, obviously, with that coming out this year. And the second half, Emma, was and some healthy fruit. What's that about? Cranberries. Yes. Yes. Emma, you're uh, you're obviously very smart. Well done. You've won yourself a key ring that Tom's engraved. Yeah, I've engraved that for you, Emma. It's all personally engraved. No worries. (laughs) Have a good evening. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Ollie, you, you're a mentor, yeah? You mentor young radio people. I have mentored in my yeah. time, Tom. In the workplace, I'm someone who is looked up to. And how's your leadership skills when you're, like, dealing with those younger people? Um, I would... Well, like, I would, are you nice? Do you well, encourage? I'm, suppo- I'm supportive. I'm encouraging. I'm open. I'm warm. Gentle. Ins- inspirational, would you say? Well, that's up to my mentees to decide, Tom. I I wouldn't know, but I assume so. Well, this may not be the right way to go about it, Ollie. Brand new research out of Macquarie University in Sydney conducted by Professor Rebecca Mitchell might say otherwise. We've got her on the phone now. Good evening, Professor Rebecca Mitchell. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Your report is is quite interesting. Would you like to inform Ollie about what this report is about? (laughs) I'd love to. I'd love to. Now, I'm not saying that inspirational leadership isn't the way to go. I'm okay, just okay. saying it's not straightforward. It's not simple. It's a really fine balancing act, you know, because oh. these inspirational leaders, they create a very positive mood. People are engaged. People are motivated. They've yes. got that shared vision, you yes, know. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, that can be great because it can make people, you know, look for innovative ideas, really be expansive and flexible in their thinking. But if you're in a really positive space, you Mm. can become complacent. You can kind of sit back Mm. and say, look, I don't really need to do much. Everything's going well. This is, you know, let's just go with the flow. And some strange things can happen in that if somebody makes a suggestion, everybody just agrees with that because they think, yeah, yeah, that sounds good enough. And those are the things that you really right. have to watch for. So if, so if someone's a bit more competitive or a bit more harsh or a bit more direct, you know, these things well, that may be uh, attributed to like a negative workplace, that may actually produce better work. Yeah, look, I'm not advocating for a negative workplace okay, at all. Okay, okay. I'm just saying that for leaders, you can't let things get too happy, get too jolly, <laughs> because people do just relax and say, wow, everything's going well don't really have to worry about anything here and they'll just accept any suggestion that Mm. comes up. And that's what we found. 
And you know what? In some other research, we found that negative mood can actually have a good effect. And you know when it does that? It does that. I know, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? And it makes it, I know, it sounds like I'm saying, look, everybody has to be angry in the workplace. But it's in these situations where everybody is kind of agreeing with everybody and there's a lot of positive Mm. vibes between people Mm. at the team. That negative mood, yes, that negative mood can be really useful because it kind of starts us thinking, okay, something must be, you know, there's a little bit, something's not right, maybe I should look at this more closely. And then it also gives an opportunity for people to say, oh, I've got a different point of view. Yeah, so uh, Rebecca, I agree that uh, I would, you know, would guess that if someone's too nice, it it does become a bit uh, laissez-faire, you know, everything's coasty and cool. Um, But uh, are you you saying being too inspiring is a problem as well? (laughs) Too too inspiring. I'm not sure too inspiring is a problem. Because are you targeting niceness or are you targeting, you know, is is the key crux of it positivity that is the the crutch? Yeah, positive mood. Okay. that's the real, that's the really difficult thing that leaders have to manage. And what they do when they're inspiring and have this great vision and get everybody working towards this great vision is they increase positive mood. Professor Rebecca Mitchell, does that mean that you're a bit of a dick to work for? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm absolutely lovely. <laughs> okay. Well, don't be too lovely because people get lazy. <laughs> you, do, yeah. you do sound lovely, Rebecca Mitchell. I'm sorry for calling you a dick, but this is... Some great research, and thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you. Thanks very much. No worries for calling you a dick. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. <laughs> we have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. When have I taken a when have, when have I ever taken a day off in this job? Have I ever taken? <laughs> Is that a, a rhetorical off? question or a genuine question? Oh come on, oh. answer truthfully. Have I ever taken a day I'm off? Sure in this you, job? I'm sure you've been sick a few days here and there. It's not true. This guy loves to work. When have you taken a day off? <laughs> That's when have, your best joke yet. Well, this guy up. loves to work. When have you taken a day off? When have I taken a day off? Yep, took a, for took this a, show. Took a day off uh, about two weeks ago. I was quite sick. Yep. And I took a day off last year to see yes. my mum's musical, which was very important for me and the family. And that's all I can remember. Yeah. So you took a, a day off for your mum's musical. So to what, go see some amateur theatre. That's right. Is yep. that right? That's right. Actually, I remember you... Um, Talking about that play in the show. It was exceptional theatre for a community show. But it was very interesting, Tom. God, it was good. So we love amateur theatre on this show, don't we? Yeah, of course. I mean, I love my mum's particularly. I mean, the only other time we'd take a day off is if we were very sick and we couldn't come in. So it's like, it's like amateur theatre or being sick. Are the two. That's the top tier. The two That's the top two for us. Holly, I need to ask you a well, question. For me. Can I have a day off? Now, uh, before you make your decision... So you've started this, this chat by bragging about never having a day off, yeah. but now you want to have a day off. What, Ollie, what, what's the reason? I think I need a day off. I received an email from my old school. Oh, for God. Not an e- another email from you for the alumni, Tom Bainbridge. Yes, exactly right. It says, Dear Tom, the what? 2019 Year 10 play <laughs> is The History of Tom Jones, a hilarious play adapted from the novel by Henry Fielding. I was going to say... Tom Bainbridge history. That would be a better story. This rollicking young with a fast-moving plot involves the whole cast in a multitude of roles and is not to be missed. We would like to offer you two complimentary tickets to attend this excellent production. So, Ollie, it's happening on Wednesday the 13th of March. Yeah. All right, so yeah. this week. You, you want a day off. I would like... Oh, it's either that or Thursday night. 
which is which I'd like to go to more so because it's the VIP night <laughs> and it has the Twilight concert involved. You and your school are a pack of flogs. <gasps> How dare you? VIP night? Yes, a Get VIP over night. yourself. Ollie, the Twilight concert is playing for the VIPs on Thursday for night. For the Halibarians. Exactly right. Can no, no, Ollie. Well, no. Here we, here we go. Here no. We go. Well, don't say no. Yeah. Can I please have a day off to go see the history of Tom Jones as a VIP at my old school? I would be delighted to say no. You cannot. You, I went to see my mum's musical. You want to go and see some year 10s you've never met. That's a big difference. It says it'll be a, a rollicking yarn with a fast-moving <laughs> plot, Ollie. Tom, you know, look, show me a day when your mum gets cast in a musical, and then you can go and see it. Oh, but it won't happen. Oh, fine. By the way, if you want to get tickets, you can head to the Halebury website don't, in don't, Melbourne. Don't. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four... It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom, the yeah. comedy begins in half an hour's time. Yes. Uh, Nick Cody, obviously oh. a very funny man and a uh, friend of Triple M. Absolutely. But of course, uh, after Nick Cody, Hamish Blake. So it just keeps oh, coming. Jeez, it's massive. The laughs just keep coming. But Ollie, on Thursday night's show, behind the scenes, there was a bit of a, a debate that was sparked, wasn't there? Well, there was. was. No, but that was a debate uh, yeah. around spaghetti bolognese. Yes, yes. But that debate on Thursday was a, was very much an Italian-centric debate. It was, yeah, the, it was the Italians debating yeah. whether well, Spaghetti Bolognese is truly Italian yeah. or, or from somewhere else. Tonight's debate is a bit different, Tom. Yeah, well, it was a conversation we had off air. Anyway, I'll tell you all up next, but here's what I need. one triple three five three. If you like Spaghetti Bolognese, which, God, everybody does, mm. just so you know. If you like Spaghetti Bolognese, I just need a, a couple of minutes of your time. So jump on the phone, one triple three five three, please. If, if you can help us out, I need you to help settle an off-air debate. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Now, Ollie, uh, there was a thing that happened on Thursday's show where we figured out that spaghetti bolognese is not actually Italian. Whoa! You broke the news, Tom. It was, it was breaking news for, for me anyway. Maybe you already know that. But look, I was shocked. Mm. I think for a lot of people that is a surprise. Spaghetti mm. bolognese was, in my mind, a quintessentially Italian dish. We heard from a, t- a few Italians, Tom, yeah. who clarified that for us. They said that wasn't a thing. But then off, off air, Ollie. This is where the real debate started. I ended up calling it spag bog. Spag bog, you said. Spag bog. And now you were shocked at that, weren't you? Well, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, as an English teacher, Tom, I mean, I know how words are formed. And spaghetti bolognese, if you're going to shorten it, is spaghetti bol. It's funny. The the project actually uh, came across this as well. Did you say spag bog? Yes. (laughs) That sounds really disgusting. Is that... Isn't it spag bol? No. no. You say spag bog. You know what's bolognese? Like bolognese. I know, I know what the word is. <laughs> so I think we need to figure out once and for all: is it spag bog or spag bol? Bill on one triple three five three. You a fan of spaghetti bolognese, Bill? Uh huh. Okay. I am, but um, I'm half Sicilian, the good half. Okay. 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 So you've got an authority here. Do you reckon spaghetti bolognese is shortened to spag bog or spag bol? <laughs> Bag bog, I thought, but bag bog, um, bag bog, but yeah. we we've Aussie-sided it. We put meat in it, mate. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. It, yeah, we we learned that. So it used to be that it, it, Italians didn't have meat in it. Is that right? Uh, it was more of a saucy dish with um, more vegetables. Um, right. Yeah. So mm. when it comes to Australia, we're the ones who put meat in it, and you pretty much killed it with all the all the eyes. We put all the eyes in it, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and right. You, and you've okay. called it bog as well, which <laughs> makes it sound worse, I think. Eve on one triple three five three. Is it spaghetti bog or spaghetti bowl? Do you reckon? 
Well, I've always said spaghetti bowl, but either way, both are wrong and immoral. So it's <laughs> spaghetti bolognese. Why do you say immoral, Eve? And it's a very religious name of yours. Because it's butchering it. It's fine as is. It's just people who can't pronounce it and don't want to make the effort. Okay. G- give us your best spaghetti bolognese, Eve. Bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, is that your father, I, I, Eve? I heard you murder the Tagliatelle Arabi. <laughs> Tagli, uh, yeah. Tagliatelle. Which is, of course, uh, the closest thing in Italy to uh, spaghetti bolognese. But Daniel on one triple three five three, is it spag bol or spag bog? No, guys, you need to just call it spaghetti ragu. Spaghetti ragu. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it makes it sound classier than bog, that's for sure. <laughs> well done. Thanks, Daniel. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Nick Cody isn't far away. He's going to be hanging out with us very soon. Tom, as an Uber driver, you might love this one. I've discovered a new, uh, a new game that you can play. Oh. Getting the most out of your, oh. your app. There's a new ride. <laughs> Look at you. Getting some jobs. You might earn uh, 100 bucks pretty soon. Oh, yeah. In total, I mean. Uh, but no, I'm not talking about the Uber app. I'm talking oh. about Uber Eats. Oh, yeah, the food delivery service. Uber Eats, your Deliveroo's, your Foodora. Um, these all, all these apps often have uh, a part of the app says when you get delivered, uh, mm. food delivered to your place, it says, do you want to have any instructions given? Yeah, like delivery instructions for the driver. Deli- for sure. Delivery yeah. instructions. Yeah. And um, it's a it's a hidden gold mine, Tom. There really is a lot to be played with here. Can I tell you a story about the, the about this as well? Uh, if it's quick, yeah. Yeah, a guy I know once tried to play the system. He put in like a yeah, just he ordered just a hash brown from McDonald's, oh. but put in the the notes and five Big Macs. Ended up getting like five Big Macs, but not paying for Brilliant. it. Brilliant. But did it too much that so he got kicked off the app. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's so clever. This, the driver instructions are powerful if you can use them right. You might think that that guy was pretty clever, but yeah. here's what I did when I discovered on the Crust app, when I get my Crust pizza often on a Sunday, uh, yeah. uh, I just done a triathlon. Gourmet pizza. Jesus. I, I just done a triathlon. Yeah. And I said in the instructions, hey, when you deliver it, yeah. can you please say congratulations on the triathlon? <laughs> Oh, but it wasn't very. You don't get paid enough to give you personal congratulations, mate. It was very underwhelming because the guy, you know, they come with their big ba- package and they, oh, he's on huge. the he's on the ground unzipping it and he's like, yeah. hey, uh, "Congrats on the triathlon!" I was like, "Oh come on, mate! If you're going to say it to me, no, oh, like, yeah, he did the right amount of effort." Congrats for on the, the triathlon, man! Man, my legs are tired here. Oh. I'm there driving food around to give it to you. Anyway, here's the main event. Jeez, bloody tip the driver for doing that then. If you've put it in the special instructions, give the driver a tip, which you can now do on the Uber app, by oh, the way. That's a good point. Look, yeah. they do. it's a bit of a shitty job, and they do a great, great job. Yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, Big John, has done this to the next oh, level. I love Big John. Today, he told me this story. He was working at uh, his mate's house because he needed a place to work, and his mate yeah. was, was you know had a job in the city. So okay. he's like, my house is free. Go to my house. Use my house. Awesome. That's fine. Just would love a treat. You know, as an exchange, give me a treat. Okay. Leave it on the bench when I get home. So you might think, you know, buy me some Tim Tams. Yeah. T- Jono does the day of work. Yeah. He goes home. He's forgotten to give the treat. And so Steve says, hey, man. Where, where's my treat? Where's the treat? I gave you the house. Where's the treat? Jono, quick thinking man, gets on the app, gets on Uber Eats. Oh, perfect. And goes, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna send some ice cream to my, my mate Steve. So lovely. And I'll say, go outside at this time and he'll receive it. Awesome. He puts in the notes though. Hey, when you get this, when my friend comes out of his house, can you please give it to him and say, happy birthday, Mr. Boob. <laughs> and Steve was like, uh, what? Uh, who's Mr. Boob? And he's like, I don't know. It's in the instructions. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the ice cream. 
No worries, Mr. Boop. See you later. <laughs> so there you go. If you ever get bored, order some food on an app and then give some weird delivery instructions. <laughs> Mick Cody's up far away with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom and Ollie, it's like talk back talks back. Never call again, Des. Never call again. Who put Des through? Triple M. I'm so excited because this man's coming up next, Nick Cody. Yes, Tom, and I've been perusing his social media accounts, and I've realised that the man has a a massive infatuation with one comedian. A big crush, but he's Uh, a married man, Ollie. (laughs) Up next, you'll hear which comedian Nick Cody has a gigantic crush on. Oh my God, it's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We've got questions for this guy who's a dad, a breakfast radio host, a comedian, Nick Cody. You are doing absolutely everything right now. Not sleeping. Oh. Not <laughs> sleeping. Staying awake with the boys. Well, see, yeah. speaking of staying awake, you've been waking up uh, Brisbane uh, brekkie yep. uh, this year. Yeah. How are they annoyed at you for waking them up? How's that all going? <laughs> no, it was fine at the start. I made a mistake first day. I made, uh, so it's my first radio job. Yeah. And uh, I made fun of soccer like seven <laughs> minutes in. Oh, and um, Hey, that's a number one radio rule. Never make fun of soccer. Never make fun of soccer, man. I missed that meeting. It's the same as uh, music and sport. Yeah. Every sport slash song is someone's favorite yeah. sport or song. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. But you're a comedian, so you want to go in the sledgehammer and bash soccer. Yeah. And I hate soccer, and the people that wrote to me on Twitter didn't help that. What were they saying? What did you, what, what was, why, what did you I say was about soccer? I they're a bit soft. Oh, no, man, how dare you. Yeah. I played I've soccer. Heard, there's a comedian, I forget who, Bill Burr, oh, yeah. American comic. He said, soccer's the only sport where the people in the stands are tougher than the people playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... A... <laughs> it is It is interesting, isn't it? Where, yeah. where like your rugby and your AFL, those kind of sports, the aim is to don't look hurt. Yeah. But in soccer, and also you, it's just cool try, to look hurt. Yeah, and also in, in AFL and rugby, it's like just try and keep those guys on the field because they are <laughs> not good once they get off. Just keep that. But, yeah, but the society's begging for overtime in yeah. most of those games. Don't let them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, Brizzy, I'm loving Brizzy. Yeah. I'm up there a fair bit. I'm getting Lime Scooters, man. Lime Scooters. They've got to get them down in Melbourne. Yeah. Mate, lime Scooters. Oh, it's like what the, are these? It's the electric scooter. And you can get them oh, wherever. Just tap on, tap off. Oh, get out. They are everywhere. You, that's they go why about you've had a 27k an hour oh. on a flat. <laughs> But if you're 100 kegs and going downhill. <laughs> I was going to say, Nick Cody, a few kegs on the, on yeah. the belly. Is that because of the scooters? Or? Well, it's certainly, man, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to drink at the minute. At this point now, I'm probably four weeks in. I take, oh, well yeah, I take done, six Nick. weeks Good. off before the festivals each year. Good. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. Well, it's showing. I mean, I definitely didn't mean what I said when I got <laughs> the scooters. Man, we can't all be fit like you or I. Hey. I see those biceps. There's a vein in there. That's so annoying. That's so annoying. Right, I, wish I'd, I wish I'd phoned in. Don't. <laughs> You're here now. So um, face it. Adelaide Comedy Festival already done. How, done. how was Adelaide? We love it. Adelaide Fringe was great. Yeah. Yeah. Ripper time. I took uh, I took my son and my wife over. Oh, so my cute. Little son Charlie is five months old. I took him to the Garden of Unearthly Delights, which is a big part of the cool. fringe, and it's big garden where all these tents yep. with different stand-up shows and performers, and there there were jugglers and uh, people on unicycles, and I was just showing my little five-month-old son. This is why you don't go to a Steiner school. <laughs> Fringe. You know what he's done? A Bachelor of Centrelink. All right, you got to be like Daddy. Books, be, be a comedian. Yeah, yeah. 
It's a real fluke, step up. Fluke a scholarship to a private school and then use none of that to help you in actual life. Hey, well, Brizzy Comedy Festival is starting this week. Who yep. should we be going seeing? If if we're going to Sydney Comedy Fest, Melbourne Comedy Fest, Brisbane, who but, should we be seeing? All right. So, locals, Luke Heggie. He's, oh, actually, he's a Brisbane no, boy. He's okay. my favourite comic. He's your yeah. best mate. Hang on. Luke Heggie, yeah. his whole Instagram account is only pictures of you. And, and you've started and doing most it back. Of your account is yeah. photos of him. Yeah, What's so going on here? We were doing we'll a show it. together at Perth Fringe yeah. a month or so ago. And uh, we are doing a split show. So the way we build up our hour tours is we go to Perth Fringe. Yeah. We do 20, 25 minutes each a night in this show. And then at the end, we swap each other's phones. We give each other our phones. <laughs> and we look through notes. And then you go, what the hell does that mean? And then you've got to try and explain it in front of the crowd. And tell you build up stuff. Oh, that's fun. It's heaps of fun. Okay. But Heggy started, he took a photo of me on the first night and uh, gave me a fake, he gave me a fake review. I'll get it up real quick. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. And so it started and uh, the problem with Heggy and I is neither one of us are going to back down. So <laughs> the first night, it was a black and white photo of me that said, never thought I'd say this. But Nick Cody has a new poem about being a square peg in the modern world. And it's just wonderful. The crowd are loving that some of them are crying. Hashtag blessed. Right? I saw one of his reviews about you was like, uh, wow, this man has a redefined comedy. He gives a real glowing review. Man, he's such a dickhead. I hate that guy. <laughs> All right, so Luke right. Heggie's a, a pick. Who else? Luke Heggie. Daniel Sloss. Oh, Slossy. Yep, I believe he's added some shows. He's over from Scotland. He's got two specials on Netflix at he, the minute. Check them out. He's someone else that features heavily on your Instagram account as well. Yeah. 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 Love Sloss. Are you getting paid to promote <laughs> other comedians? Or? No, I should. I should. You should. You really I should. should. I really should. Because they're like ads. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I do plug them well. Yeah. This is how much You're I love a... Luke Heggie that in my wedding vows, right, my wife in her wedding vows said to me in front of all of our friends and family said, I'll always laugh even when you tell me another bit from that comic for the hundredth time, right? And there was about 50 comedians at my wedding. I scanned the crowd. Luke Heggie's there in all black. Black shirt, black jeans, KT26s, right? And a bolo tie. And he just nods and winks at me because he knew it was him. Hey, go see Nick Cody at all the comedy festivals across the country. Adelaide, you've already had your chance. NickCody.com.au. Thank you so much, Nick. Cheers, boys. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Hamish Blake joins us after nine o'clock, which is very exciting. Ollie, I was thinking today, though, you know, I was going through a little stroll, a little stroll, stroll past the cemetery. Strolling, are you? Yeah, I'm strolling. You're not walking anymore. You're strolling. I stroll. I think that means you've passed 50 years old. <laughs> I don't mean, walk anymore. I stroll. It means I have enough time in my day, you know, because yeah. you're going for a walk. Busy. You're busy, but strolling, eh, i got plenty of time. You're a radio host. Stick nothing on. I strolled past the cemetery. And it, it made me question something. It made me question, what would you want in your tombstone? Oh, You know, God. what would you want as your final... <laughs> Is that too morbid? You've had a big weekend, haven't you? You're <laughs> suddenly finding yourself uh, plunging into the depths of depression. Uh, no, not at no, all. No, it's fine to have it's healthy, thought, healthy, dark <laughs> thoughts. There's nothing wrong with it. What so, would you want in your tombstone? <laughs> Tom Bainbridge, he loved a stroll. He got down sometimes and pondered his tombstone. Oh. And here it is. I don't want a tombstone. 2019. I don't want a self-referential tombstone. Well, would you, well, or maybe you do. Maybe you want a meta tombstone. Maybe you want a tombstone that goes, he really wanted this tombstone to be good. <laughs> Tom, RIP. That sounds like a dad, a dad joke kind of thing where a dad would get the last laugh by doing a self-referential yeah. tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I paid for this. How yeah. annoying. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, you kids, you kids better look after this tombstone. Uh, well, I haven't okay. thought about it. Tom, what do you want? What do you want? Well, on I there? haven't thought about it, but obviously you have. So, what? what if... I want. Here's what I want on my tombstone. 
Tom Bainbridge. The man, the myth, the legend. Oh, you've got because to Because be then it's like... You've got to be kidding yourself. No, but you, but you are just really pumping yourself up. Imagine walking past a tombstone that says, the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, you go, that person's pretty special. I'd get yeah. out my... If there was a person with that on their tombstone, yeah. I'd be getting Google out. It feels like you treat uh, your tombstone like clickbait. <laughs> or like Instagram. Like you've just gone, what's the most shocking thing I can caption this photo with? Uh, and respect to you. Yeah, I think yeah. for myself, yeah. something more understated. I don't want to go too over the top. Yeah. Uh, Ollie was here. That's it. That's it. Brilliant. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Yes, Tom, tonight is all about the guests, though, isn't it? Oh, really? it's guests, 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 guests. It's Tom and Ollie, and um, we've already had Nick Cody, and I'm sorry if you're tired of laughing. Oh, because my the, cheeks hurt. The laughs don't stop there from one comedy great of the stand-up world mm. in Nick Cody. Moving more to a comedy great of the radio world, Tom. I don't mean myself. I definitely don't mean you. Oh. I'm talking about Hamish Blake. Yes, he joins us up next in the studio with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Hamish Blake, thank you so much for joining us. Far out. I'm so sick, Hamish. I've got answers. No, that's why you should I'm go. I'm really sick, mate. Wrap it up, man. Get out thing. of here. I'm so, Don't so sick Don't start a chat with I'm so sick, Tom. Well, I am. And that's why I got you in here, Hamish. There's uh, been stories going around the let office. Me, let me diagnose you. <laughs> You're not a doctor. <laughs> What's your symptoms? Uh, I had a little cheeky vom last night okay, after the show. Good. That's not good. But there were stories going around the office. That, that... my friend, is a rabies. <laughs> <laughs> I got bad news for you, kid. Yeah. You got bat rabies. Yeah. That's the bad one. <laughs> You've been on Google. <laughs> no, it backs me up. I don't think the biggest company in the world would get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were stories going around the office that back in the day, during your radio career, yeah. you were vomiting while the songs were playing and then coming back on air. Nah, it's just... <laughs> a story titled Professionalism, Where Has It Gone? An essay by Hamish Blake. Where has it gone? Where has it gone? Because I noticed you, and I didn't mention it on air. Yeah. I yeah. certainly didn't start a break by no. going, I'm hey sick. guys, thanks for listening to Triple M. Oh, it's so hard being on the radio. All I've got to do is talk. <laughs> That's so true. There are people, there are people driving to or from yeah. real jobs. Yeah. yeah. Who are really sick. Who, are, who yeah, yeah don't, who don't get to complain. Hamish, I haven't mentioned it all night. <laughs> it's only because you're in here. No, nah, pretty. Well, that's, that's, that's. I don't know if that will become like a story throughout the ages. Like, did you hear the time that Tom was so sick that he held off mentioning it for most of the show? The saddest radio host. The saddest man. Well, Hamish, let's talk about more exciting things. Your podcast is back. You've obviously you've had, had a rest over summer. Yep. Podcast is back. Just a very brief rest too. You know, just quickly time sure. to change your yeah. undies, wash your socks. Yep. Yeah. How are you finding, you know, the big change for me is that when the, the, the chat ends, ding in the bell. That's still working for you, the ding in the bell? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It works well for us. I mean, I think it's more Andy, bit of a behind the scenes. If you haven't heard the podcast, um, you can go back to episode one last year. It's not topical. Um, <laughs> enjoy the full season. Yeah. The full 40 from yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. But tomorrow, the latest episode does come out. Episode 41, we kick off the year. But yeah, one thing... Well, I guess because in radio, we used to have the songs that yeah. would be like, well, that's enough talking. Yeah. And Andy <laughs> yeah. would usually be in charge of firing off the songs because yeah. he has a better radar, I guess, of being bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of goes, all right, that's enough. Yeah. How often would, would you be like, what? I wasn't done. All the time. And that's <laughs> probably why it's best for him to have that role yeah. to yeah. go like, all right, we're done. Yeah. But with that, in a podcast, you can just ramble forever. And so 
I would say 95% of the bells on this show are Andy just digging me out. <laughs> still going strong, though. Just, just, still, it's still just, most downloaded podcast. Just the ref giving me a standing 10 count. <laughs> but I think I can still keep going. I feel good. Ding, 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 ding. Um, uh, well, but I mean, it, it, it kind of helps keep it tight because well, one thing we do pride ourselves on is landing the podcast every week somewhere between like the 40 and 50 minute mark. Mm. Yeah. Because, and look, no... I'm sure there are great podcasts out there that go for three hours, but if if there's no limit on it, you generally find like the first hour is just sort of like rambling and a couple of rangefinders and warming <laughs> yeah. up. And, yeah. and like, I never, I, I'm a big fan of a lot of different podcasts, but I got a lot that like a three hour, like a Joe Rogan, you're like, so I'll long. give you, even if I make it halfway, I feel like I'm a hero and <laughs> yeah. then I don't hear the whole thing. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. You so, want it to end to so, be sad. So there's no fill-in stuff on your podcast. There's a lot of filler. We just <laughs> like, all you'll get is 38 minutes of filler. <laughs> it's a tight yeah, filler. Some episodes are a ho- all holy filler, <laughs> but we won't waste your time with too much filler. Okay, that's good. So well, it's sort of like, we're not, we're not making the best salad in the world. Yeah, it's mostly bean shoots, <laughs> but we won't bore you with buckets and buckets of them. You just get a dish of bean you shoots. You still get it one meal. <laughs> One That's nice meal. Think, yeah. Have you been sick during a podcast though? That would be terrible. Yeah, have. And that will become the stuff of folklore. And I only held on for 12 minutes before I told people about it. Hey, Hamish, hey, can I ask you one more question before you go? Um, I, don't think, I don't feel like we've covered much. <laughs> can, no, this is just filler, isn't I, it? You can literally ask me the opening question. <laughs> All right, well, Hamish, if you wouldn't mind sticking around, apparently Ollie's got some deep questions about fatherhood he wants to ask you. Stick around. Hamish Blake's in here with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Uh, Ollie? Got Hamish Blake here. Um, as, a, a, as a new father, Hamish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Um, I've been told by a guy at work just today, he said, how old are you? I said, 28. He said, mate, have kids young. Yeah, right. Get it done now whilst oh, you've you got should... the energy. Do oh, you yes. subscribe to that? So I see what he means. Because when I had my kids, they were like brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't only, have teenagers. Uh, don't have old kids. Have young ones to no. start with. And then they just, because they just grow by themselves. Uh, uh, mate, I don't think there's a rule to it. I mean, this is going to sound very unfair, but we're guys. So <laughs> we have yeah. no ticking. Yeah. There's no biology. Have them when you're ready. Have them when mm. you're ready. And obviously when your partner's ready. Yes. And when they want to have kids. Do you I, have... didn't re- I don't remember actually going like kicking down the door and going, I'm ready. Mm. It, I was just sort oh, of... Accident. You heard it here first. It was an accident. I was just sort of told, <laughs> we're going to start trying. And I had no major objections. <laughs> and then... Because at, you, just the same way that you're never like, well, oh, great, I've got two weeks free. I'll go on holidays. Like You have to book it a long way in advance. You're mm. never like, well, I've got 18 years free. No. <laughs> no commitments. And then I'll have a child. So it just sort of happens. And then you're yeah. a dad and you love it. So you didn't book it in. It just happened. Well, we, we we acknowledge, okay, now we're trying. Mm. I just didn't resist that. Yeah. Which I don't think anyone does. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> you get so excited about the trying to make a baby, you forget that this one, this time it's coming with consequences. Okay. So that's, but we won't giggle at that, although that could be the name of the book. <laughs> That could be the title of when to decide if you have a baby. Coming with consequences. Coming with consequences. This time, it's coming with consequences. So it's, you know, it, then, you know, you're in it. And that's, I think, that every, that's just parenting. Like suddenly you're in it and you love it. And yeah. that's just how it happened. Are all your father friends about the same age? Yeah, we're all, like, I'm 36. I didn't have, I wouldn't say I was super young. Mm. I was like 33, I think, when I had my mm. first, 32. Yeah. Um. You know, that's, but whatever works for you. I mean, there are probably dads that were like 20 who were like, 
Suck it. I'll have my 40th and the kid's 21st <laughs> yeah, good on the same party. year and we're going to have the best time. Yeah. So there's trade-offs. There's Ollie trade-offs. is literally taking this on for bad Like, are you going to have a kid, Ollie? Like are you, so, is your partner well, pregnant? Well, I had, ten, I had a 10-minute chat with Matt in the office today. He was yeah. saying, mate, don't have a kid when you're 35, 38. I think he said 38. Right. Uh, he's like, you'll be tired. Mate, I'm tired all the time. <laughs> you do get tired. The one thing that the, the one male, like, biological handicap mm. you're going to face is you guys are coming towards this, like something weird happens at 35. You just start breaking down. Like I've just, <laughs> oh. I've just always got a sore shoulder now forever. Um, oh. Like that's just part uh, of yeah. life. And kids are essentially like eight to 10 kilogram medicine balls <laughs> with arms and legs yeah. who are very unstable and will wiggle when you're holding them. And yeah. there's no core workout on earth that can prepare you. And they choose for when you gym. You don't go to the gym. They choose you're when you're just gymming. Just an all day core workout <laughs> with moderate back blowouts here, yeah, there and yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, if you were like young and fit, yeah. like AFL player resilience. Mm. Yeah. If you can afford to have a few kind of like knee recos and bounce back. Ollie's done the Brad Pitt workout. So I'm sure you'll be fine. Ollie. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Do like, the P- like, BPW. Did the Fight Club uh, Brad Pitt workout. Yeah. So When did you do that? Don't, I just saw you looking <laughs> up and down. And <laughs> You've hidden it well, sir. It's very subtle. What what's, what does it entail? No, I'm going for more of the Edward Norton character in Fight ah, Club. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, the, meat, oh, the meatloaf one. <laughs> hey, check out uh, the brand new Hamish and Annie podcast, back for season two at Podcast One or anywhere where you get your podcast. Hamish Blake, thank you so much for coming in. Guys, you're filling for us. You had questions, I had answers, I hope. Uh, Good. It got very emotional towards the end there. Uh, took it on. I Congratulations got on your baby. All right, let's call my girlfriend. You're on Triple M. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Now, Tom, uh, one man amongst us has realised that the stars tell. Oh, don't don't go into that. Just ask for people. Don't worry about what we're doing, mate. Don't worry about what's coming up. Just, okay. just ask for people on the phone. Okay. Look, simple as this. One yeah. triple three five yeah, three. Good. Yeah, here we go. It's your lucky day yeah. if you are either a Libra, a Scorpio, or a Sagittarius. What a star sign? We're talking about star signs, Tom. No, but it's it's more than star signs. It's more than there's more than that. All do, right. Do you get something if you call up, Ollie? If you call up because you're a Libra, a Scorpio, or a Sagittarius, you get a unique insight into the future. That oh you God. would not get anywhere else except for the local paper. Jeez, I'm calling up if I'm a Libra, Scorpio, or Sagittarius. One triple three five three with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Oh, it's nice to play that content warning, Tom. It means that things are about to get a bit saucy. Oh yeah. And uh, we're uh, combining. Uh, sauciness with horoscopes after a suggestion came through from Greg. Yeah, let's do naughty horoscopes after nine. Obviously, Greg heard that I had a passion for star signs, Tom. <laughs> and Greg thought, you know what? I've got an idea for the boys. He yeah. called up. He gave us the idea. Yeah. We love it. Naughty horoscopes, though. No, no, no. That's N- a boring name. Good try, Greg. I've gone one better, and this is what I've made. Tom and Ollie's Horny Horoscopes. On the receiving end tonight. Oh my God. Uh, Scorpio, Libra, and the Sagittariuses amongst us. So uh, if you are not in that star sign, you'll have to wait till next time. But it's your lucky night, guys. And I'm 13353. We've had Scorpios, Libras, and Sagittariuses, or SAGs as we call them, oh. um, call up. And what they're going to receive is, uh, I guess, a reading into their future, but it also will speak to their current mood and the way their sex life is playing out right now. Let's speak to Luke. Evening, Luke. 
G'day guys, yeah, Luke, uh, Luke here. Uh, Luke, I'm sensing a uh, some kind of creature, like a scorpion, in your in your field. Are you, are you a Scorpio? Wow, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, um, Luke, you would know this, but there is no zodiac sign more closely associated with sex than the Scorpio. Uh, that's something I was aware of. Actually. Yeah, you're extremely sexual beings, Luke. Very. Um, do you often find yourself more riled up than others? All the time. All the time. It's it's tough, isn't it? Oh, uh, it's um, it's the worst. I'm in a constant state of readiness. <laughs> Very good, Luke. Well, I have a recommendation for you, Luke. Um, as you are currently ruled by Pluto, being a Scorpio, I see in your future and maybe already happening this week. I see some power play, some bondage. Ooh, I like it. I can't wait. Do you reckon you can make that work? Oh, I've, uh, I've got some, uh, some, some stuff in mind already. <laughs> oh, very good. You're welcome, Luke. Stephanie is next. Good evening, Stephanie. Good evening. Now, Stephanie, uh, you feel like a very balanced person. You're someone who is very measured. Are you a Libra? I am. Mm, mm, I thought so. Oh, well, uh, Stephanie, says it on the screen. <laughs> Stephanie, shush. I mean, let's be honest. Between the sheets, you Libras are very giving, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Mm, mm. But it leaves you vulnerable. It leaves you vulnerable. Oh. And I see, unfortunately for you, I see selfish lovers on the horizon. Oh, that's not something to look forward to. No. Have you got a long-term partner? <laughs> no, you, not at the you, moment. You're dating? Uh, yeah. Okay, be on the lookout for those for those people who might be a bit selfish, who aren't giving back what you're giving. Okay. Okay. And my second yeah. point is a recommendation, is that Libra, as obviously symbolised by the scales, you're all about balance and fairness. Oh, my God. There's only one position that truly, truly equals balance. And you can probably work it out for yourself, Stephanie, but it's not the number 70. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Ollie's. Horny horoscopes. Lucky last, we have Sam. <laughs> Sam, who must be a Sagittarius. Hi, guys. How are you, Sam? I'm good. How are you? Do you need some, some sexual guidance at the moment? Is that what you're feeling? Oh, look, I'd love some. Well, as a Sagittarius, Sam, you're a natural explorer. You, you know, you oh. love adventure, don't you? Wow. True, true. So for you, Sophie, um, public sex is a huge turn on, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, 100%. Well, take the take the intimacy outdoors uh, and, and just live it up, Sam. Wow, I don't know if that's legal, but... <laughs> Find some kind of outback camping situation and, and just make it work. <laughs> I'll try. That's my advice to you, Sam. If you don't do it, you'll have uh, bad sex for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, Ollie, you've done it again, mate. People. You found all that out just from this looking at the stars? Just by gazing. <laughs> I've, just, I've just been gazing, Tom. I'm Andrew Gaze. You certainly were gazing. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Rip a show, Ollie. But uh, tomorrow, let's look at let's look ahead to tomorrow. Just like you looked ahead in the stars with horny horoscopes. I feel more more sexual and more sensual oh, after doing oh, that. I don't it. know if it's just me. I'm guessing oh, you probably feel the same. No, I feel disgusting. I need to have a shower. <laughs> That's always true. Dirty. Tomorrow night on the show, it's all about comedians. Uh, it must be comedy festival season at the uh, moment, yeah. Ollie. Can't Ollie, escape they're, them. They're everywhere. It's, they're like a rash. 
Aren't Russell they? Howard called us. Can I come on the show? All right. Andy Lee Hang called on. us. Whoa, Can whoa. I come on the you show? You can't just rush past Russell Howard from the UK, who's a radio host, a TV presenter. He's he's hosted multiple TV shows. Is he a big deal? Because I, I'll is be he... honest, I don't know a lot about Russell Howard. Ollie, massive deal. Okay. He's, he's first up tomorrow night. Okay. So if you're a Russell Howard fan, 7 o'clock is when you need to be listening. He's got a Netflix special and everything. I'm more of an Andy Lee fan. So look. Uh, you, you know, know what? Then I'll get him on the show yeah, too. Good. All right? How about that? And of course, Luke Heggie as well. So oh. com- comedy, 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 uh, massive show. We'll see. Can tomorrow. I hang on, can I play a little bit of Luke Heggie just before we go? Just just uh-huh. so that we've got right. a little bit to look forward to for tomorrow night. Take a listen to this. I don't really have any friends anymore. My friends are just my wife's friends' husbands. <laughs> so, <laughs> grim lucky dip that is. <laughs> <laughs> look forward to that tomorrow night. We'll see you then. Bye. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. At Tom and Ollie.